Hello and welcome to another episode of Film Freaks with a Z, the podcast all about movies. Each episode is about one movie in particular, usually. <laughs> uh, episode 100 just happened where we talked about three movies in one. Um, thank you for listening. If, I mean, if you've been here for 100 episodes, damn, <laughs> damn. Um, but uh, we appreciate everyone listening and or, I guess, watching on the on the YouTube version. Um, we're just going to go ahead and get right into it because we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, I am, of course, Yemi the Ferret, and I'm here with... Uh, Grady Waffles. Hey, dog, or something. I don't know. And, of course, since this is the first episode of Season 3, we have someone new on the podcast to fill in the shoes of both Coco and Callus before them. Who's here... It's Ray. Hi, Ray. Ray. Come on in. Hold your applause. Hold your applause. It's been it's been kept secret from us this whole time. Only Yemi's known. So yeah, don't don't forget that (laughs) gaff that happened uh, during Fast Five. That 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 never happened. That never happened. What gaff? What what are you talking about? So I'd like to take this moment to announce. You guys are gonna have to start season four next week. No, no. no. Oh, no. <laughs> just our luck. <laughs> season three, one episode. Tay, why don't you go? Uh, I'm sorry, not Tay. Ray. Okay, we got two people with almost similar names here. Now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ray, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Let the audience know who you are, and what's up. I'm Ray. I am a movie watcher and a video gamer, a cat lover, and a dad joker. So. It'll fit right in. All yeah, the qualities in. of a perfect podcast yep. co-host for Film Freaks. Yeah. We didn't even yes. have to interview her. We just looked at her resume and we're like, you know what? She's in. <laughs> um, yeah. Are there are there any genres in particular that you enjoy in in movies? Rom com is probably my favorite, or just plain out stupid humor, Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> Step Brothers, that kind of thing. The comebacks, love. I love stupid humor. Well, that'll definitely bring a new flair to the podcast. I think the last time we had a stupid um, humor movie was Kung Pao. I think that's pretty much been it for for kind of like rom-com movies. Don't we just have a stupid humor one? No, you're thinking of a, just a plain stupid movie. That was Fast Five. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just saying that because Callus is not here? <laughs> I said it on the podcast yeah. with Callus there. <laughs> Callus knows how we feel about that movie. So, um, are you guys ready to jump into the movie for today? Let's go. Yes. All yes. right. So, for the first episode of Season 3, uh, we are going uh, to be talking about the movie All Dogs Go to Heaven from 1989, directed by Don Bluth. Uh, and this movie is about a casino-owning dog, or co-owning dog, I guess you could say, named Charlie, who was murdered by his rival and co-owner, Carface. He finds himself with heaven and decides to go back to Earth by rewinding a clock. Uh, while on Earth, he befriends a, a a little orphaned girl named Anne-Marie, and plenty of things ensue afterwards. Uh, this stars Burt Reynolds as Charlie, Dom Deleuze, who, also, who plays Itchy, another pretty high-profile actor who's been in a couple of Mel Brooks movies. Uh, Judith Barcy, 
uh, Candy Divine, Rob Fuller, and many, many more. Um, oh, and also Ken Page, who was also Oogie Boogie. He voiced the alligator in the movie. He was very recognizable as soon as he said his first line in the movie. And then he really didn't say anything after that. But I recognized the first line as Oogie Boogie. So well, where I want to start the conversation today is maybe in a bit of a depressing place, which I guess the movie is a bit depressing in general. Um, but just to kind of get this out there and out of the way, uh, the little girl who actually voiced Anne-Marie was murdered two years before this movie came out. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I found that out last night while watching it. Yeah, I, I was watching it on YouTube, out. and a suggestion was like the dark, tr- the dark story behind "All Dogs Go to Heaven." And I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, it's a dark <laughs> movie, but what? Yeah. But yeah, she, um, she was also Ducky in the Land Before Time, which I knew that the voice actors for that character had died, but I didn't know that she also voiced this character, especially two years after the movie came out. <laughs> like, yeah. That's uh, it's rough. That's rough. Yeah. I mean, technically, Land Before Time came out after she had died, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, just barely. That Like, she was murdered in 88, and then Land Before Time came out in 88, and this came out in 89. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Also, was fun fact, her, yeah. like, headstone says, yep, yep, yep. Yep. Oh. <laughs> so I was going to say that. I know, yeah. When I watched that last, or was watching it last night, and I just was looking through IMDb. I'm like, oh, this. Why is her picture not updated? Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, it feels that, bad, man. Yeah, it's not. That's not. That's not good. Yeah. So on, on top of a pretty dark and depressing movie, we got even <laughs> darker and depressing things in the quick fun facts section of this of this movie as well. But let's. Let, I mean, let's switch. Let's switch over. Um, so this was a movie that I watched a lot when I was a kid and going back to it, I was kind of like, this is going to hold up. Is it going to, am I going to recommend this for kids? And I just kind of want to go right down the line and just get your guys' opinion on, would you let your son or daughter watch this one? (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Um, for me, like, oh, go ahead. I about to say, are they old enough to understand like the, the premise of the movie? I certainly wasn't when I watched this. Thing. I was say, so when I, I saw, I saw, I saw this as a kid a bunch too, and a lot of the stuff just went over my head. Yeah, so same. I, I wouldn't have a problem with my kids watching it. I never not... watched this as a kid. Yeah, it's my I... first time watching it too. Yeah, I had only seen the Christmas Carol version of All Dogs. Oh which no, which came out in '98. <laughs> yeah. So had no idea. That was the only. That's the only type of. Uh, all dogs movie that I watched when I was younger. And now I see why. Yeah, it's a bit your of a parents, short franchise. Yeah, was, your parents probably were like, mm, no. I was a yeah, very they cared, kid. They cared, they cared about you, unlike our they parents. <laughs> no, hey, all dogs go to heaven builds character. Or at least that's no, what my does. dad told me. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, as a kid, yeah, some like the casino stuff just went over my head. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, you get the, oh, he died, he came back, then he saved her, and, you know, it was fine. It was fun. Yeah, I think I think the main thing this time watching, like I watched it a lot when I was a kid. I had the VHS tape. It was, you know, mm-hmm. I had the VCR built into the TV that I would put it in and rewind it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the case itself was like all, I mean, it was worn. Like I, I watched this a lot. <laughs> and um, the one thing that didn't hold up too well on on at least in my opinion was I think 
at least half or so of the songs. I didn't really vibe with them. Like I like the I like the opening song um, about you know like um, can't keep a good dog down. Yeah, it's just kind of like a fun time. But the rest of them just either they didn't fit or yeah they were just really short for some reason or or tacked felt tacked on. Yeah, no, for the most part the the music was the songs were bad. Yeah, there's parts where you're like, do we really need singing here? Yeah. But you have to admit, though, because they, um, the closing credit song, Love Survives, was dedicated to uh, mm-hmm. Judith. So I, I'm going to give I'm going to give that one a pass. But the rest of them, I was like, Fah. sure. I mean, that one wasn't I mean, having cr- music play during the credits is normal. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was still tied to the movie. I don't know. Yeah. I just. It's very, it's very 80s. <laughs> it's yeah, just very 80s. Yeah. Yeah, when, when I say, like, the musical aspect, usually the end credit song doesn't really fit into that because it is, like, a song that's played at the end um, that is either supposed to encapsulate the tone of the movie or just give the movie some sort of ending. Yeah. So, like, talking about, like, the music in general, you know, like, that first song, Can't Keep a Good, good Dog Down, great song. Bop. Bop, mm-hmm. really. But then after that, like, I remember really enjoying the alligator song when I was a kid. And like, listening to this time, I'm like, damn, they did Oogie Boogie dirty in this. Like, the song sucks and it's really short. And it, and, and tonally, and like the place that's in the movie where they get captured by the rats and then thrown into the pit doesn't make sense either. It's just, it's just a random, (laughs) just what the heck kind of scene is this it it was just so they could bring the alligator back later to save charlie right Uh, yeah and it just yeah just it felt weird and out of place and it's what is this he was he was a very nice alligator though he was he was uh, very flamboyant he he ate a lot of dogs presumably Um, uh, uh, allegedly i mean allegedly he he ate at least one Yeah, I, I mean, who knows what the rats would feed him? I mean, there there might have been yeah. some human remains down there. Who knows? Yeah. yeah but yeah, we know Carface definitely got eaten by the alligator at the end there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he, he he did, you know when he's in, you see him up in heaven because all dogs go to heaven. Yeah, spoilers, uh, Tay. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> Roll credits. Um, but yeah, no, you just like he says like that stupid croc. I'm gonna go back and get it <laughs> or something like get his revenge on it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, apparently Carface comes back in the next and in the Christmas movie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, because I know, like, I read a little bit of the synopsis of the second one. The second one, they're all dead, but they go back to Earth <laughs> to, like, find Gabriel's trumpet or something. Yeah. Yeah, I actually just watched that movie tonight. You watched um, the second one? I did. Oh, man, wow. we got we got really good. Uh, okay, go, go, go ahead. Because <laughs> yeah, I, so... I didn't, I didn't want to touch this with a, you know, the second movie with a 10-inch pole, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, the second movie is my boyfriend's favorite. So he, oh. he watched the first one with me. And then he was like, can we watch the second one? I'm like, sure, why not? So we watched it tonight. And it's about, basically, Carface tries to, um, he steals the uh, Gabriel's trumpet to go back down to Earth to, like, blow it and open up all the vaults and, like, banks and to make money and to be rich and fa la la. And then Charlie and Itchy have to go back down there to retrieve it. Um, it was interesting. It was very interesting. Satan is a cat. Um, of course. Of course. Yes, of course. Um, 
Uh, it was it was a lot better than the first one. I'm not even gonna lie. Really? Um, really? Yes. Yeah. The music was better. The whole like, storyline, in my opinion, was better. But I about to uh, say the way you described the storyline sounded decent. Yeah, it was pretty good. And instead of it being a girl, it's a boy that they're you know they're teamed up with, and he ran away from home because his stepmom wanted him to call her his mom and he didn't want to because his mommy's in heaven and it was a whole big thing but mm. it was really good it was, it was, oh. it was maybe good. around christmas someone will recommend it well the christmas hey. one is actually the third oh, the two different. series oh, yeah, third two different. Oh, yeah. i thought the second one was the christmas one. yeah i think no yeah that one's just the uh christmas carol story yep. but with dogs so yeah that well that's one. interesting well, now, well, is now, the second uh, one like more present day like they've been up in heaven for a long time or does it still take place in like the 30s or 40s um that's a great question it seems more i'm trying to i'm trying to remember right um i saw like some pictures and it looked a little more modern so yeah it, it was a little bit more modern i don't remember seeing like any cars or anything that would give away the like the time frame like I can't remember. Oh, well, she did actually. The angel dog did say, um, I mean, this is going to be kind of a spoiler. It's it's fine. <laughs> okay. So Charlie ends up staying on Earth um, at the end of it to, to be this kid's dog, basically. Mm. And she said that he could have another 20 plus years down on Earth. So maybe they've been there for 20 years. So maybe it has like jumped forward into the future a little bit. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I right, everyone, let's pause the podcast. I'm going to go watch a movie and we'll revene. <laughs> should, should have done a, a two for today, yeah. Well, that's inter- you know that's interesting because I've never thought to watch the second movie because usually sequels to movies like this, you know, whether it be Lion King or Beauty and the Beast or whatever. I know those are both Disney movies, but still, the point stands. <laughs> a lot of times those sequels they're just are just grabs. they're just thrown together to make some extra money off the IP but yeah. they don't have the same love and care put into them. But it seems like they put more love and care into the second movie. I, I, I think so. Also, I love the second Lion King. I think it's better than the first, but that's a hot take. Well, you know, <laughs> I like I like take. Lion King one and a half. I don't know if that's hotter or colder, but hey. <laughs> that one's hilarious. I feel like it should be in its own category. Probably. probably. <laughs> so I guess the, the one thing... Um, I guess I can't really compare it to the second one, but the one thing that I really liked uh, rewatching All Dogs Go to Heaven is the um, the animation style is like the you know it's like the cells and um, I thought that it still looks really good for an animated movie that came out in the eighties, late eighties, of course, but mm-hmm. yeah. I thought it looked great. Like I I, I, I love mean... the expressions of a lot of the characters. I feel like Carface when he's screaming at the alligator that could literally be a meme like a meme uh, <laughs> template right yeah. there. Like it was. I just I, mean, Don, I, I love how Don this movie Bluth looks. Is, Don Bluth is a great animator. Yes. Um he I mean we kind of t- we're you know talking about how the musical stuff and I was just thinking like the first land before time there was no musical like there was no songs or anything. It's like why couldn't we have just gotten that with this? <laughs> They're both Don Bluth <laughs> movies. Yeah, that would have been preferable. Yeah. The the music I feel like they were this. just yeah, I was. I feel like they were just trying. Like, well, Disney has mu- you know songs in their movies, so we have to. And it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> this movie definitely gave me Oliver and Company vibes. Like, that's like mm-hmm. kind of like what they were trying to shoot for and hit. You know, 
below the belt a little bit. Yeah. I like the character design in this one, too. Um, I yeah. love Itchy, not, not just as a character, not, and not only because he's voiced by the same guy who does uh, Barf from Spaceballs. Uh, <laughs> but um, not. Barf in Spaceballs is John Candy. Oh, you're right. Uh, he, do, yeah. he This guy does Pizza the Hut. <laughs> That's right. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's Pizza the Hut in Spaceballs. He shows up in a lot of Mel Brooks movies. Um, but he I just, voices I, a lot of stuff. Yeah, I love his voice, and I love Itchy as like a, a character in the movie, too. Um, mm-hmm. I know, I know, he's kind of like a, a little bastard throughout most of the movie up until the end. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I love his little thing where he, he, when he gets nervous, he has to itch. And then um, I love the backwards baseball cap on the. Uh, it just works so yeah. well for him. Yeah, it really does. He's so loyal, and I, I that's why I loved him. Like, and that's why he was kind of a pain in the neck because he was just he was he was being obedient. He was being a dog, and it was just it was cute. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Carface is also, I think, a pretty classic villain design for a dog. I mean, the the paws facing inwards a little, you know, and the uh, yeah. little suit with, or the not the suit, but the like the dress shirt with the bow tie. Uh, I, I I I like just closing my eyes. I can remember that scene where he's like driving a fake car and he's like honking the horn yes. and stuff. Just like a perfect. I don't know. I I do feel like he's kind of like a perfect villain for for this movie. The cigar smoking too. Oh yeah, it was like yeah, that because that was like eighties, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and his little minion dog like turning green when the cigar smoke hits him. Like it's 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 just perfectly eighties. Yep, I agree completely. The mafia, but dogs, <laughs> but dogs. That is that was one thing that was like the movie starts out with you know the jail in quotes break, the pound um, break. The pound break, because they're like, what pound uses shotguns and like has searchlights and like? Well, they called it death row, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah, it's like so this true. is a serious pound. From the get go, Charlie and Itchy are just kind of like on the same level as Carface in terms of like kind of being bad dogs, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, luckily, I mean, throughout the movie, Charlie. At, at least Charlie um, starts to change as a character. Itchy kind of stays the same until, like, the big ending, which, you know, I don't know. It's a little bit of a quick of a character change. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I do like seeing that transformation of, of Charlie. He's kind of, like, conning his way out of heaven, and then he gets down to Earth, and all he wants to do is get back at, at Carface. And, you know, he of course, they, you know, break uh, Anne-Marie out of her prison cell essentially just to kind of put her back into another kind like pseudo prison. You know, she's still doing the same thing, still helping these dogs win tons of money, uh, you know, on, on these betting races and stuff like that. So, but, but luckily by the end of it, it seems like Charlie has turned around, even though he, you know, he yells at itchy that he doesn't care about the girl. Or anything. Like that. You can definitely tell he does. And then of course, at the end of the movie, you know, obviously he he mm-hmm. chooses the girl over his own life at that point, which obviously yeah. is a very sad uh, <laughs> moment in the in the film. Yeah. Yeah. Finding out about the about Judith as Amory made it just made the movie like so much more sentimental, like. I don't know her little part. Oh, she was just so precious. Can we talk about the horse race though? <laughs> like how random that was. Like, oh my gosh, it was hilarious. It was 
I I did not expect it. Was it was his birthday. It was his birthday. <laughs> Horses are so like nice and dignified. They're like, we will let this pipsqueak win on his birthday. <laughs> there's a couple he lines. Deserved it too. There's a he couple did. lines from this movie that have stuck with me the entire time. I know last time uh, when I was introduced to the movie. I quoted the Charlie, you can't come <laughs> yeah. back. Like that's one yeah. that's stuck in my head. But the other one was Anne Marie saying, Chahi, go, it's his birthday. That one, yes. as soon as she said that, like unlocked an entire treasure trove of, of memories right there. It lives rent free. Yeah. When you hear the word, you no, know, how they say Charlie, think of that stupid. Uh, Charlie. Um, yeah. The. The well, unicorn, the unicorn, yeah, with the unicorn thing on YouTube. Oh, that one. Oh, I was thinking of Charlie the the yeah, biting bit the my finger. Fingers. Oh, that, yeah. that too. Uh, yeah, that too. There's so yeah. many yeah. popular Charlies out there. <laughs> oh no, it's Ca Carl is the unicorn. Carl, that oh, was it Carl? people. Yeah. Oh no, it's Charlie. Carl's the llama. Oh, yes. Char uh, yeah. Okay. okay. There are too many. Damn, it's, it's <laughs> been Charlie. so long since I've seen that video. <laughs> Llama with hats is Carl. All right, next, next recommendation is the entire unicorn saga. Oh, God, please don't. <laughs> and that's when I announce my departure. <laughs> um, what did you guys think of the... Uh... That visual when uh, at the end of the movie when hell is like starting to like the the demon guy is coming up and like the fog is rolling the red fog is coming oh, around, yeah. damn I, that that is such a nice visual. Oh my gosh, it was, was... It's not. Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. <laughs> okay, I was like, like that visual was pretty wasn't as like severe as like the dream he had of hell. Oh yeah, that was also really good. Yeah, yeah. it's just the ending was more striking because at that time I was like kind of pseudo crying, so you know. <laughs> mm, fair. Same, honestly. It was very beautiful, but also very terrifying at the same time. Yeah, that and guy. then the angel comes and just like, no. Fuck off, Satan. Not today, Satan. Get fucked, Satan. Also, love the consistency of all dogs going to heaven. Even Carface ends up in heaven. Like, yeah. You know, you think yeah. you would think that by the end of the movie, like he wouldn't get to heaven because he's done all this shitty stuff. But then it's like, oh no, because dogs are innocent and pure, and blah blah blah. It's like, okay, understandable. So, but if he wound the watch, did he go back down immediately? Oh, yeah. And, well, yeah, you see him wind the watch. It's like, so did he go down? And then he shouldn't be able to come back unless he he saved, you know, some human. Well, maybe they retconned it. Did they retcon mm -hmm. that at the beginning of the second movie, Ray? Um, no, actually. <laughs> Oh, so he's already down there? Like, he, oh, he's up there. Okay, so what happens in the beginning? It's basically, like, quote-unquote, he does time up in heaven. Like, and he gets, he gets, graduates and gets bigger wings or something. I I was kind of lost at that point. And then <laughs> he finds the, the horn and it's all over. Like, it was all, it was all just a, it was a long con. A ploy to, to get the horn and go back down. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. He, I guess... I guess he doesn't wind the clock back and go down. He's just kind of like mm -mm. fake. He, he kind of does it and he's he like, tried. Oh. He tried, but he doesn't have thumbs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Charlie does. It's really weird. Yeah, that is weird. Listen, if if I if I got murdered by a, just a terrible douche and then find out that he also gets to come up to heaven after I was innocently 
brutally murdered, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, no, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve to be up here. But all dogs go to heaven. Well, he yeah. can suck a big one. Because he is a... <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> See, like, Charlie, yeah, he he had some debauchery and stuff, but he didn't kill anybody. He was just framed for, right. I guess, murder, I, I guess. That's what it seems I don't know like. He was framed for murder. He was framed for something. Yeah, he, he was, yeah. Some, something that was worthy of the death penalty. Who framed yeah. Roger Rabbit? Who framed, Who framed Charlie, Charlie Parker? <laughs> Who framed <Was> Burt Reynolds? <laughs> yes. Who framed? He did really. Actually, he did really good as a voice actor. Like, you know, because sometimes you get these like big name actors in movies like this. Who they're like, oh, we're, this is a name recognition, so we'll get them into this movie, and then they they do a really shitty job voice acting. But I think mm-hmm. Burt did pretty good. Can I ruin y'all's day? Uh-oh. Uh Charlie is voiced by Charlie Sheen in the Yes, one. I know. Oh. Yeah, no, they like they cuz I mean Bert I think it died at that point. Like the second one has a lot of different voice actors cuz a lot of the original cast was dead. Yeah. Um except Dom, yeah, Car- I believe he's in all three of them. Yeah, <laughs> Don's in them in all three, but like Carface was a different voice actor. Um yeah, Bert Reynolds was dead, so and then Anne Marie wasn't in it, so they didn't have to try to fake her voice. I, I believe the the act the actors and actresses also sang all their songs as well. Am, am I yeah. mistaken about that? And uh, yeah, uh, Burt Reynolds shouldn't sing. <laughs> Disney, they gotta be singers. You know, I would I would I would listen to "You're Welcome" fifty times over. Having Burt Reynolds try to sing that sharing song again, honestly. Like. Yeah. Yeah, so Disney usually gets, uh, you know, they have a voice actor and a singer. Like, they're two separate. Usually. Obviously, that wasn't the case for The Rock, because The Rock probably went, no, no, no. I gotta do it. I, I can sing, guys. I swear. <laughs> I can do it. I mean, he's like, fine. I'm the Rock. He's he fine. did fine. Yeah, no, I, fine. I still like that song. I think it's a good song. Yeah, it's a bop. But yeah, I like... The sharing song was just kind of like dumb. Yeah, well, it was dumb one, <laughs> and also like Burt Reynolds. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Uh, not, it's not happening. Your music yeah. career is not taking off anytime soon. <laughs> Agreed. Um, surprise! Like I, part of I think why I found out about um the girl is because I wanted to see if it was because like I knew it was like it could tell this is a girl like a, a small child. And I think she sings once or something. And I was like, is it a different, do they get a different singer or is it the kid? I believe it's the kid. And, yeah, no, I couldn't find any voice, like voice singers for some. I'm pretty sure it was the kid. And that's what I said. That's when I found out about the murder. I was like, oh. Yeah. Don loved her. Like he was planning mm-hmm. on using her for a really long time in his yeah. movies. She was so successful. Well, she was really good. Yeah, like, yeah. she was incredible. A lot she was of... also in Jaws too. Well, Jaws the Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, you know, normally you, you get, like, a child to do voice acting, uh, and a lot of times they can't portray the emotions that they're supposed to portray just because they're too young. And right. she did a great job uh, voicing this yeah. character. You know, it, it, it was believable that she was in those in most of those situations. And Yeah. Well, I think part, like, I remember reading somewhere, reading in the IMDb, like, when they first like approached her, um, they thought she was like 
way younger than she actually was. Because mm-hmm. she was really short. Yeah, she was tiny. Yeah. Um, so I don't think, like, she was super, super young, but she was around, you know, probably 10 or 12 would be my guess. She died when she was 10. So she was okay. probably like okay. nine, eight or nine in this. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, eight. Comparatively, I'd say that was super young. Yeah, yeah. no, that's still pretty young. Yeah. But I mean, you're at that point where you at least you can, you know, children can like tell tell motions apart. Like, oh, okay, I need mm-hmm. to do a happy motion, a sad motion, not just phoning it in. Even though it's yeah. not phoning it in for them, they just don't know. Right. Yeah, she did incredible. Yeah. Oh, especially so as Ducky. Like now that I think about it, like holy cow! I loved like, Ducky. I, oh, she was fantastic, and yeah. Just thinking about how mature Ducky even like sounded, just and oh my goodness, the mm-hmm. script for Ducky was yeah pretty mature. So, ugh. don't think about it. <laughs> I I know. I like I honestly, I was crying so hard. I had to like get up and walk away for a second <laughs> on Friday. I was like, I can't deal with this. This is too dang sad. Because I think what made it worse is I saw a picture of her after I found out, and I was like, mm. I was done. Mm. she's such a little sweetie yeah i know somebody that didn't go to heaven <laughs> her, her father oh 150 yeah. percent well he wasn't asking. a dog so yeah <laughs> that's fair well not a good one yeah. <laughs> he's he's the rare exception for like a really bad dog <laughs> murdered two We're... people that's the yeah. limit Dogs are allowed to murder one person, but only right, if it's yeah. another dog. Right, yeah. <laughs> or they can murder as many cats as they want. Hey, hey. Hey, I I don't like it. I like I like cats more than dogs. Okay, good. Um so when, when you were on the main menu of the cats and dogs movie, you would choose the cats side. I don't I've never seen that movie. Damn, oh. that was that was about to be a that was about to be a really good joke. <laughs> sorry i'm sorry i ruined your joke that's okay it's it you know it's a movie that i probably would never want to go back to anyway so but. I, re- I do remember commercials for it but yeah i was yeah. at that point a little too old to want to go see it that's fair same actually i forgot all about that movie until you brought it up yes me too <laughs> I, it's just what i do yeah I'm... That's, that's what jimmy's here for you know the one thing that i always think of is like any movie that has like um dogs that are talking and they're not and, and they, i'm sorry they are live action i always wonder why the movie isn't just animated like there was that strays movie came that came out which under i mean i guess the whole hook of that movie is like oh the dogs are so crass and blah 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 and they're <laughs> cute dogs but I, I, there's a lot of movies that i think of including the cats and dogs movie where it's like why isn't this just Animated, yeah, that, that would have just looked that one so much better. Because that's like they're like spies or something. It's and like, it they, yeah, early sense. CG and ro- yeah. and like animatronics. And there's See, a lot like, of movies at that from like the era after the animation was kind of becoming more mm-hmm. backseat to live action stuff. And that there was this whole era where there's like dogs that were like robot robots and they yes. couldn't emote properly or they like forced them to like. <laughs> In, in like after effects or whatever move their mouths the dog is like oh, god <laughs> just go back to uh, animation i will say uh homeward bound that yep. that is 
much better as a live action, I think, than like in animation. Well, they didn't yeah. animate the mouths on them, though, right? No, they did. No. They just, yeah, like, see, that's the way to do it. Oh, yeah. fantastic. It is. They, they just, <laughs> there's just a voice, <laughs> and you yeah. know which one is which. Just have a did distinct voice. Did they do that voice. in Stuart Little? <laughs> With uh, the cats? I don't think, did the cat, I don't The cats like, talked, I'm just not sure if no. they am, animated the mouths, I can't they did. remember. I don't think, they did, I don't think it was animated, but like, they did, like, they, you know, did them, I think they may have, must have done the, like, Mr. Ed trick or something, and put, like, peanut butter on their mouth or something, because I think <laughs> yeah. there was some mouth movement, but it wasn't, like, <laughs> clearly animated, like, it wasn't trying to imitate our mouths. Yeah, I couldn't. But I don't remember, it's remember. been for, it's been years since I've seen that Me show. Too. Yeah, that that movie got me in trouble when I was little. So I heard my first curse word <gasps> during that movie, and I Not said it. Curse word. And my mom locked me in a car for like oh, an hour. Wow. Were you at least in a garage? No, we were actually. My sister was playing softball, and so she oh. was locked me in the car while my sister was playing softball. Well, was it? Oh. So you you easily could have died of extreme temperatures. Yeah, but I didn't. We're glad so. you didn't. That's good. I'm a '90s babe. I can survive yeah. that stuff. Well, so it wasn't as hot back then. <laughs> Probably not. Well, that that unlocks uh, my. I mean, the first time I swore in front of my family, I I learned the goddamn from Iron Iron Giant. The one guy's <laughs> oh like, "Goddamn, Hogarth," and yeah. I said, "Goddamn," and uh, yeah, that that was mine. Mine was grounding. Back to the Future. When when Doc is like waiting for Marty, he's like, "Damn." Damn, damn. damn I damn. love that damn, damn was our that. first curse word, all three <laughs> yeah. of us. Greedy? Yeah, I don't remember my first swear word. <laughs> he was too young when he said his I first one. Yeah. It was yesterday. It was my first word? Yeah. Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Greedy's first word was uh, shit. <laughs> and from there, well, here we are. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, anything else about this movie we would like to discuss? Yeah, we've been talking around it a lot, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, there, I mean, there really yeah. isn't a lot to say about it in general. Um, it, a lot of it for me is like all nostalgia talking, where it's like, oh, I remember the scene. Oh, I remember yeah. how good this looks. And watching it now in the lens of my, you know, thirty-year-old eye, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's a, it's still a fine movie. And yeah, I, I think that um, I think the animation really holds it up. And the base mm -hmm. story holds it up, but it's like the musical and just how like s some characters kind of change on a dime, like a, a like a yeah. switch at the end of the movie. Um, it could have been maybe paced a little bit better here and there, but in general, I mean, you know, it was it was it's just a it's a very nostalgic movie for me. So that's fair. I kind of liked watching it without the nostalgia. Like I it, it brought like nostalgic feelings back just because of the style of the animation and yeah. like the way that they were voiced and the just like the way that it sounds mm. and everything. Um even the foley for like the paws on the on the ground and like all that stuff brought me back to being a little kid again and just like some of the styles I mentioned like uh Oliver and Company it reminded me of and like 101 Dalmatians when they visit all those puppies in, in that abandoned house. Mm. I thought that was precious, and it reminded me so much of 101 Dalmatians. So yeah. it was kind of cool yeah. to watch a movie that came out when I was younger and didn't get to see. That pizza looked good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, like, I'll, I'll get that last piece. Yeah. 
that was like goofy movie type. <laughs> that was almost goofy movie level type pizza. Yeah. Um, I do agree with you, Yemi, a lot. Like some of the pacing in this movie is is bad. <laughs> <laughs> like there, there's times where it's like we didn't really need this scene. And I would have liked more time with like this build up scene. Um, it was just kind of a little all over the place. Um, yeah, <laughs> but overall, like, really fun movie, nostalgic, definitely for me. My first time watching it, and it was uh, I do I mean I feel like we're at our ratings already, but <laughs> I do <laughs> feel of, yeah, uh, yeah. The musicals seemed off putting sometimes and just weren't necessary. Yeah, but it was overall I don't want to say like a fun movie because it doesn't it wasn't definitely fun. Um but <laughs> it's a dark yeah. movie. It's a dark yeah. fun movie. There were some lines that had me laughing though. Um Me too. Early on when Charlie comes back from being, you know, in heaven and Itchy and him are having like that back and forth. Like that was a pretty humorous scene. I loved uh most of the line delivery in that one. Mm-hmm. And then later on, um oh, there was another line where Charlie says something about like some there, there were like and I think Anne Marie brought up something about something being cracked, and he was like, "Well, so were the Ten Commandments." So. Yeah, <laughs> and I, like that made me laugh. Like, I wish I could remember the exact wording, but yeah, it was you know there are some funny funny parts in here, but it was mostly like a somber kind of kind of movie. Yeah, already, and then you add on like what happened afterwards, and it's just like, oh, yeah, double whammy just, on that. Yeah. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's. There, there. I mean, even though it is a bit of a dark, there's still like those colorful, lively scenes, like the entire uh, part where they're at the race, you know, at the horse races, and yeah. um, obviously the alligator scene. Like all of a sudden, like that dark dungeon becomes like this beautiful, <laughs> like, gi- like giant room that has like pink walls and there's fountains and you know, for for all the scenes that there are is like drab and muted colors, there are scenes where there's like bursting colors everywhere inside the casino uh you know in the at the horse races and at the house and you know there's so many scenes that are also bursting with color so i think there's a good mm-hmm. mix and match of the two styles um, but it's definitely more so like the tone is usually a bit downer yeah can we talk about how they made the water noises um with the the crocodile song or alligator whichever one it was did Opposing... you guys like listen to that no i well freaking hilarious i i highly recommend going back and listening to it um you can just tell that they manipulated the voice like with some uh, oh I don't yeah know. i know what you're you, talking about now, you yeah. know what i'm saying <laughs> hilarious please i 10 out of 10 recommend going back and listening to it because i died laughing oh it's it's whenever it's they great. yeah when they talked underwater or saying yeah underwater. okay mm-hmm. how did they do that though was it just like uh I don't know. <laughs> did they actually gar- gargle water or something? No, it does. It sounds like they did it, like they manipulated the voices uh, with whatever sound production system they were using at the time. Um, it sounded very low budget, to be to be completely <laughs> honest, but yes. hilarious. I don't know exactly what they did, but they definitely just like made waves with the with their voices, and it was it was gold. A little bit of that movie magic. Yes. Yeah, I could totally see them like screaming through like toilet paper rolls or something like that to get the effect <laughs> too. <laughs> well, All right. Um, was there any other things that you anyone wanted to bring up? 
Not until my uh, rating. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Classic greedy. <laughs> All right. Okay, good. I will get us started then with the final thoughts and rating. So a lot of this is nostalgia talking, obviously. Um, but, you know, as a adult, I can also critically look at this movie and I can point out that, yes, they're, you know, the musicals weren't that great. Not as good as I remember, obviously. Um, most of the songs, I would say. Uh, there are still some songs that I enjoy. Um, even, like, if you just took the Alligator song out of context of the movie, probably would be would be fine. But in the context of the movie, not that great. Um, two, uh, some pacing issues here and there. Some, like, like Tay said, you know, some, some scenes you wanted more and then other scenes you wanted less. <laughs> um, so uh, <laughs> there was a little bit of a pacing issue here and there, but, uh, for the most part, great voice acting all around. Um, I, I love the way this movie looks. Uh, it's, it's very visually stunning. Um, I think the overall plot is, is decent and, and it does a good job of, of what it sets out to do. Um, lots of memorable moments from the movie, uh, stuff that I remember all the way back when I watched it back in the nineties that I, while I was watching it, I could probably word for word quote the movie as it was playing. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think uh, overall it's, it's pretty good. I'm going to give it a three and a half out of five. All right. Yeah. I, um, I agree. Uh, the animations are great. Uh, some of the songs just didn't fit, and it felt very forced. Um, but some means there were good songs, uh, like Emmy said. Uh, the story is dark and somewhat depressing with some scenes and you know, just the overall theme. But it was still like a good, like uh, just like a good, you know, fun movie. I, there, there's me up. Using that word again. Um, <laughs> given that it's an 80s movie, it still holds up well. It just if it didn't have those like four songs, uh, this would be better. But uh, I would give it a four out of five. Ooh. And it was my uh, first time watching, so there you go. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. So for mine, for mine, for me, uh, like I, said, I kind of already said everything. Um, pacing was meh. At times, uh, animation great, voice acting great, songs mostly meh to bad. Um, <laughs> overall, um, I will give it a three point five. Since I didn't have any nostalgia, kind of like greedy, <laughs> um, I though that's like I don't know why I want to point on that more than anything else because it just I, I haven't watched an animated movie from that long ago in a really long time so it just it was it was very brought me back in the feels um music could have done without for the most part um everything else that was you know somber but it was really good um i'm only gonna give it a three though okay oh i also forgot to point this out during our review but there was like two asian jokes in this movie yes. oh yeah which definitely oh is like a product of his time but also like not great so. yeah they do that in the aristocats too oh yeah yeah, yeah. i think there's yeah <laughs> but i mean you know for for a movie that came out in the 80s they were surprisingly held back on the racist joke so you know uh too not too bad that's fair that's, that is very fair it's okay. The alcohol, gambling, and nicotine addiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you took up for that one. <laughs> I think yeah, they also mentioned like 
strippers too at one point. Yeah. Yeah. That that's all fine. <laughs> all right. Um Greedy has a movie for us to watch. All right. Now that Ray said she likes, you know, her types of movies, now it's kind of making me rethink. So, do you guys want like a comedy movie or like a bombastic movie? Uh, Roar. Yeah. Well, you guys I, really aren't helping. I'll, I will help <laughs> yeah. you. Out. I'm just waiting for my chance to talk. Uh, maybe after a movie like this, we do need something we can all laugh at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. The laughing it is. I hope it is a laughter for you guys. So, the movie that I want to recommend is The Benchwarmers. Yes. Uh, from 2006, um, directed by Dennis Dugan. Um, some stars is David Spade, uh, John Hader, Rob Schneider. Uh, I feel like there was much more, many more people. John Lovitz, uh, Nick Molly Sims. Who? Nick Swartzen. He was a comedian. Oh, yeah, there he is. Yeah, he was, he's way down on the list. Jeez. The Salad Girl so is listed before him. That's weird. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um... Uh, what's the what's the premise of this movie? A trio of guys try to make up for missed opportunities in childhood by forming a three-player baseball team to compete against standard children's little league squad. <laughs> uh, it's on Netflix, uh, YouTube. You can buy it. Um, Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Bless. Oh, good. Okay. I I. I have never seen this one. I think I, I saw the you longest yard, this? but I've never seen the Benchwarmers. Oh my gosh! Really, you never saw it? Wow. Have you seen the comebacks? No. Oh my god! Oh, okay. All right. Wait, this was like it. such a big thing in like 2010. You never seen this? It's crazy. Six. The movie came out. Well, I know, but it was like popular in like 2010. Yeah, no, I never saw it. Yeah. Hmm. Sue me. Get <laughs> ready. Well, will Yemi be like, oh my god, why did I never watch this? Or Yemi's going to be like, thank god why? I never watched this. Why did you make me watch this? <laughs> Stay tuned till next episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> well, folks, we did it. Episode one of season three is in the books. You Ray know, fit perfectly. I feel like we had a really yes, great episode. Did great. Yes. Yay. Yeah. I was gonna say, for a lot of podcasts, they actually, most of them don't start getting good till episode one hundred. So right. you've made it. Yeah, there you go. This yeah. this is made our it better. Yeah. Can worry, we do one thing for Callus though? Can we say one oh. thing for Callus though? Y'all like dags? <laughs> you like dags? <laughs> I, I thought we were gonna say we're in a tight squeeze. Yeah, we're in a tight oh, squeeze. No, oh no! I should have. That would have been a good one too. <laughs> well, we're still we're still recording, so. Oh, well. it's in the podcast. We... Hi, That's for you, Callus. Yeah, like dags. <laughs> we'll see if he actually watch listens, so we'll see. <laughs> Callus, if you if you listen, I want you to DM me the word dags. <laughs> yeah, Callus, if you're listening, uh put a gif of a dog in the Film Freaks Discord section in my Discord. Your favorite gif right. of a dog. <laughs> Alright. Or the picture of your dog. Yeah, we're we're giving Callus homework, and he might not even hear this. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Which is fine. It's fine. Yeah. Callus, okay. if you don't do it, I swear to God. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Poor Callus. <laughs> All right, folks. Great episode. We will be back in two weeks 
to discuss the bench warmers. Um, happy season three. I am Yemi the Third, and I've been here with Brady Waffles, Taymation, and Ray. And this has been another episode of Film Freaks with a Z. Thank you for listening. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah. We're in a tight squeeze. <laughs> Your face is in a tight squeeze. Hey, Later. Getting kinky up in here. Wait for off the air. <laughs> off the air talk, Tay.